Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 83, The Demon Reborn and Legacy. Hi, pals. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And we are here one last time to tell you what Superman's getting mm-hmm. up to. Good night, Superman. Yep. I, I didn't. I, I did the thing for the finale, basically because we had three episodes and I don't want to stick you with two summaries. Sure. So I, I stepped up to do that and I didn't do your customary, it's the end of the season or end of the series and you say goodbye to everyone. Mm-hmm. So sorry, well, we're just going to. Everyone's coming back except for like Jimmy. So I think we see Jimmy at least once. I could oh, be wrong, good, but uh, we we definitely see Lois and you know obviously Superman. And, yeah, it uh, doesn't really have the w- Hamilton. Come back when we wrap legs. up Justice League Unlimited, and uh, oh yeah, we could have well, a tearful goodbye to all our favorites. I mean, that's the end of of this whole podcast. So yeah, you know, yeah, which is uh, not terribly long already. Like I think twenty twenty four or something. Like yeah. we're only gonna be do this for a couple more years. So. Mm-hmm. Unless they really uh, start pumping out uh, uh, animated series like they do, they're doing with Star Trek. Eh, no, no. <laughs> Even if it's in the same continuity, I'm I'm saying it now. No thanks. We're not we're not going past Enterprise on this one. <laughs> not going back, Jim. Nope. Like I know for the most part that we're in for some pretty good stuff. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to get saddled with a bunch of stuff I don't want to watch. Yeah. Made that mistake once before. Ah, uh, but really what happened? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if you know this, but uh, Enterprise is the worst thing I've ever had to watch on purpose. Ugh. Yep. Uh, season four of Discovery's out. Maybe. Uh, maybe this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be the season I like it. It won't. I'm gonna. Rod Roddenberry pulls the football out from under you yet again. Damn it, Rod Roddenberry. <laughs> hey, I made. I made an MFT because that's what Star Trek's all about. Well, that is preserving the legacy of your father, but. Uh... <laughs> Make sure and buy an NFT, and then listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's just like selling Idix out of your trunk. Uh-huh. Really not much different. Mm-hmm. Anyway. If Gene knew he could sell a JPEG, he would have sold so many JPEGs. Absolutely. Hey, you want to buy a JPEG? Oh, Oops. I got the... Uh, <laughs> I just spilled a bunch of scrambled eggs down my oh, shirt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Why don't we talk about uh, Superman instead? Yeah. By which I mean Batman. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us what happens in The Demon Reborn? A train races towards Metropolis, hauling a precious cargo of ancient tribal artifacts when it's been a- when it's attacked by a bunch of yahoos in Venom cosplay. Meanwhile, Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman, are checking out said, said new exhibit of new tribal art at the Metropolis Museum, motto, Suck It Flash Museum, and waiting for said arrival of said artifacts. Also, right, said Fred is here. Lois is being uncharacteristically racist about the actual interest in these artifacts when the museum curator receives word that the train is being robbed. So Lois runs off to get the story and also to get out of an awkward conversation as quickly as possible, and Clark changes into Superman, exposing the entire museum to his shiny Kryptonian ass for a split second. Then he flies off to the train, which is now overrun by Venom guys. Also, also Talia al Ghul is there, having been caught having caught a ride over from, a tri- over from Gotham to steal a magical stick. Superman tries to stop her, but then Talia explodes the bridge, threatening the train. And if there's one thing Superman cannot abide, it's a train in trouble. While he's stopping the train, Batman arrives. Woo! Batman! We love that guy! And helps out, proving that the Batmobile is more powerful than a locomotive. The boys share information, and Batman tells Superman that he's chasing Ra's al Ghul. 
They track Roz to his hideout, but don't find much of anything except some tire tracks. Maybe it's a bicycle? Asks Superman. I don't know why Tim likes you so much, says Batman. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lois is kidnapped. Must be Tuesday. Clark learns about it on the news. Watching the news, Clark? You traitor. The Daily Planet's founder, Phineas P. Planet, must be spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> and then heads off to save Lois, as is tradition. Only to discover that Lois is actually Talia in an elaborate Lois costume, also known as a skirt. <laughs> Talia tells Superman that Roz has run out of Lazarus pits to Lazarus us alive again. And, to be, and is looking for alternate solutions, specifically Superman. Then he shoots Supes with the, with the stolen magical stick and takes him to, I think, South America? Batman swings by Lois's apartment to look for clues, finds some dirt that could only have come from the Al Ghul district of South America, and then fucks off before Lois can discuss their relationship problems. Lois, you need to ditch both of these costumed idiots. Go see what Aquaman was up to. He was hot and he owned a crab. In South America, Talia reveals Roz, Roz who is now old as balls. They hook up Superman to a magic vacuum cleaner and then start draining his strength into Roz, who, look, you know how Bruce Tim men are all like big triangles? Well, Roz is now the ultimate triangle. So then Batman arrives and Roz is like, I have finally the strength to destroy you, detective. And Batman goes, motherfucker, I fought Bane. Get over yourself. Superman escapes. Everyone fights. Roz and Talia fall into a convenient river. And then Roz's temple explodes like every single building he has ever owned. Later, Superman and Batman say goodbye as Batman prepares to return to Gotham. We make a pretty good team, says Superman. We should work together more often. Go fuck yourself, says Batman. I love that they have continued to preserve that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, there is a, a moment just before that where Batman's like, hey, good job. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, from him, the best you're ever going to get. And then Superman pu immediately pushes it too far. Yeah, hey, let's be friends. No. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Are we friends now? We're friends, right? You and me? Best friends? This World's is why finest? I never Shake hands? Give this is why I never give any encouragement whatsoever to the Robins, because then they just never stop. <laughs> wow, thanks, Batman. Oh, Lord. Can we play video games together? You'll be player two. No. I'm not player two. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, good to see Batman again. I mm -hmm. like that we don't always need a big epic, like, three-parter to... I mean, we had one of those before, but he mostly wasn't in it. Yeah. But this time, it's like, oh, shit. Right. Superman has to deal with one of Batman's guys who is an actual evil genius and not some idiot like Rudy. <laughs> oh, crap. What am I going to do? I don't know I how to real, I got real lazy when Lex started doing crime or stopped doing crimes. Yeah, Lex just kind of faded into the background for a while, but uh, I, all I've had to deal with is, like, Livewire and fucking Bizarro. Mm -hmm. Like, none of my guys are real thinkers, you know? Mercy, I need to knock off doing the whole elaborate schemes. Let's just do some white-collar crime. It's more <laughs> lucrative, and it's really easy to get away with. Mm-hmm, because, you know, I'm me. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's good Good to see Raish. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, uh, that guy. Yeah, and, I like, the withered version of him looked very cool. I really like that. Also, he looks very similar to his old son, if you remember that episode. Oh, yeah. The, that's uh, a, that's the Jonah a nice Hex touch. one? Yeah, 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 I do remember that. That was a what, good touch. Yeah. What have I become, detective? Old. Mm -hmm. You got old. You're hundreds of years old. You're old now. Yep. No, I don't think so. No, and there's a moment where Batman even says to Superman, well, he, he looks surprisingly good for his age. Mm -hmm. Which I was, like, I was waiting for them to insult our intelligence and for Superman to say, how old is he? And for Batman, it's 300. Like, <laughs> but they didn't. It's just like, if you don't know what that means, too bad. I mean, yeah, you don't, you know, it's not that important to the episode. Like, if this is your first exposure to Ra's al Ghul, you're still going to be fine. 
yeah it's a he's a fucking big like global scale epic kind of mm-hmm. like you know this is who you go on indiana jones adventures to stop yep you still trying to um you still trying to save the world there ross no i'm just trying not to be old anymore well we've all I- been there I don't like what what you said in your summary made more sense. And I, I was talking to Amanda about this when we watched it, mm. that if, if if the Lazarus pits didn't work because Batman kept blowing them up. Yes. That would make more sense. But what they said was they just don't work anymore. Yeah, I, I think the Batman keeps blowing them up thing is from the comics. Yeah, that's much better. I definitely because we've seen that happen. Yeah. It just ties into stuff we've already seen that even they wouldn't even have to give us a flashback. It's just something we've already seen. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's like, no, he's used them for too long, and now they don't work. Okay, mm-hmm. well, he had to have known that that was going to happen, right? Like, that's <laughs> I weird. really hadn't planned for this. Really? You've had hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, well, I get real busy. Mm-hmm. That's true. I was trying to save the world for a while, and then I got bored. Then I wanted to fuck with this dude in uh, Gotham, and I got a whole thing going on. Mm-hmm. I do like him... Like, sort of escalating his, his thing, though, and it's not just about getting young anymore. Now mm-hmm. it's about, like, oh, wait, Superman's, like, magical essence is much better. What if I was young and also huge? What if I was young and also the strongest guy in the world? Mm-hmm. What if I was young and I was strong, bad? Mm-hmm. Dear Roz. Oh, welcome, detective. <laughs> I have to do something about my hot daughter. Mm-hmm. I do love her disguising herself as Lois, and the only reason we could tell is because, wait a minute, Lois's hair isn't always down yep. over her eye? Oh, okay. Uh, hang on a second. I'm pretty sure that's not, that's Tai Al Ghul, the woman with the hair over her eyes. Mm-hmm. And you can like, tell because when she's wearing her ninja mask, mm-hmm. she takes off the ninja mask and the hair's right over her eye. Yep. So, like, that's just how the mask goes on, I guess. Superman, uh, who uh, is well known for his super abilities to see well. Just at I've... home eating Chinese food. You can't fake eyesight like that. Um, <laughs> no, I was um, I was thinking about that. And it's like, uh, from a distance, it looks like Lois is in trouble. Lois is always in trouble. Mm-hmm. Why would you look further into that? Of course Lo- it's Lois. Who, it... who else could it be? It's Lois. Who cares? It is much more likely that Lois got in trouble while wearing a wig. Yeah. That's true. I was trying to infiltrate, I don't know, a long hair convention, Superman. A, a, a clock that uh-huh. I'm now tied to somehow. I feel like this shit happens a lot. It's just that Lois doesn't have a TV show of her own. Right. But, like, again, I don't think he looked that closely. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have seen her, but he didn't bother because it's like, well, of course it's Lois. Also, the idea that Talia went to Lois's apartment and knocked her out and so stole could, one of her outfits, so that she yeah. could specifically steal one of Lois Lane's patented skirts. Yeah, well, not just the skirt, a top too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know, like a Lois outfit. Yeah, sure. It's Which, like you could go to a store. There's no time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I guess I don't know how. Giant international crime organizations do things, which you know yeah. that was that's on me. You know, yeah, they've been around for a hundred hundreds of years. They know what they're doing. Been around for hundreds of years, but she doesn't buy skirts because she's got all those cat suits that she likes to wear, and and those like ninja outfits. Which I, as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, you're gonna make a whole bunch of Spider-Man references. Yes, because they look like Spider-Man's black costume. Yeah, I guess those, they look uh, like Venom, but they don't have the real stupid tongue sticking out. They so got they weird. they look more like uh, Black Spider-Man's co- uh, costume yeah. than uh, Venom. But, you know. Not to be confused with Miles Morales, Black Spider-Man. The Black Spider-Man, yes. Yeah, no, that's different. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. Like, this is just, I think, 
I, I'm sure it was deliberate, and I'm th- I think it's more uh, evidence of these guys just wanting to pretend that Marvel's part of the DC universe yep. and just yep. put it in wherever they want. We'll put the Fantastic Four in as soon as we possibly can. And they're gonna. Mm-hmm. We'll be we'll be on that, you know, in a, in a month or two. I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Um. But uh, those those guys are pretty good. In fact, they they kind of tie into your good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I really like the uh, entire scene where the I forget who they are. League of Shadows, League of Assassins, Shadows of Assassin, or whatever. I exp- you're here to know that stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's you're supposed to know this. Yeah. It's the thing is they keep changing it. Like it's different oh, okay. from like all the versions I know. I think it's Owl Squad. Mm-hmm. Owl Squad. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Owl Squad. Right, of course. My fan club. Exactly. Of which I'm the only member. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're pretty great. Oh, well, thank you. I just don't pay. Um, I just don't want to pay dues. No, I understand that, of course. Um, but yeah, they're they are still pretty good. Uh, there is a scene where they are just trying to go to town on Superman, and he could not give two tenths of a shit. Yeah, that that bit should be old by now. That mm-hmm. people trying to stop Superman with bullets or like conventional things, and him just sort of shrugging it off. But it's still good. Well, it's just like it's a bunch of guys who are like, we are the the greatest, most well skilled trained warriors on the planet. And why the fuck are we having so much trouble with this guy? Why won't you fall over? Hey, guess what? The active word in that in that sentence is on the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm not from this planet, dinguses. There's a, a guy tries to choke him with a set of nunchucks, and Superman uh-huh. is like, what, are you new here? I mean, that doesn't even work on Batman, to uh-huh. be fair. It's like, at least Batman puts up his hand or whatever to block it. Superman's yeah. just like, okay. You I've can, never, you I've never bothered to that. learn a defense from this, because why would I? <clears throat> yeah, My neck is as strong as ten human necks. Uh-huh. I know, I checked. Mm-hmm. Hamilton did a really weird experiment that I never want to duplicate, but but now we know how many necks my neck is as strong as. The sad thing is that uh, he, now he can never ask how how many necks he how he did that training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, my good thing, yeah, is there's some really great continuity. There's some good callbacks to uh, World's Finest when. Uh, and you mentioned this in your summary. Mm. Uh, Batman comes to Lois's apartment to to find some stuff out, and um, she mentions that they used to date, and he doesn't even acknowledge it. Of course, he just he just blows right past it, and then so she starts talking about it, and he pulls his trick that he pulls on Gordon, and he's gone when she's got the rest of the sentence out, it's- and it's just. It's so perfect, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to talk about that. It's it, over. It's so good, and it's such, like, because she has this line where she's like, I almost picked up the phone a couple of times, you know? Like, yeah. She clearly, you know, misses him. He's still into him, yeah. But, like, he's very he much shows her exactly why that relationship would not work. Yeah. Look, this didn't work for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I do this all the time. Yeah. And really, that that kind of comes up in your in your quote. Oh, yeah. Let me just play this right now. I'm guessing you and that woman, Talia, had some history. Pretty much in line with all my other relationships. Yes, which was also very good. Mm-hmm. That was around that moment I was talking about where, for a brief moment, because so, that that's actually part of it, where Batman actually kind of opens up to, to Superman for a brief second. Yeah. He doesn't talk about his relationships with anyone. That is that is no. as close as he comes to confiding in someone. Mm-hmm. You should be very proud. You should be very happy, Superman. Yeah. Superman's like, oh, we're best friends now, right? We're going to go oh. to Chuck E. Cheese together. <laughs> oh, No. Honey. We're 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 work acquaintances. Uh-huh. And begrudgingly that look. Mm-hmm. If I could uh if I could like figure out how to contact this Green Lantern guy, I'd much rather work with him. He seems so much easier to mani- manipulate. He's so stupid. Yeah. 
He's an artist. I just won't pay him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, you're going to save the world for exposure, okay? <laughs> Bruce, you're one of the richest people on the planet. I know, and how do you think I yeah, stay I that, didn't way? Get that way? <laughs> I didn't get that way by paying people. <laughs> I'm writing a bunch of checks. What's that from? <laughs> oh, I don't remember, but it was our president's philosophy for four years. Uh, so. uh, yeah, it was. Uh, well, speaking of bad things, mm-hmm. well, what was Very yours? Very bad things. Yeah, what was yours? Yeah, so the climactic uh, fight between uh, Batman and Big Bane Roz mm-hmm. uh, has, on the one hand, uh, giant Roz and his hideous chest veins. I liked that. It was very upsetting. Uh-huh. But I, I agree with side, the second part of what you're about to say. Weir- weirdly spindly Batman. Yeah, he's um, weirdly off-model. You're right. He looked like janky Mario. <laughs> he do- He looks like janky. It, it looked Honestly, it looked like if Spider-Man put on a Batman suit. Yeah. Which is the show we're about to do. Like, calm down, mm-hmm. guys. We're going to get there. It's just a little a little tiny guy just sort of running around and stuff. It's not, honestly, it's not a bad design if, like, like for a very certain type of Batman show. Like, I don't Yeah, Batman it, Beyond. But, yeah, but it's super off-model for, uh, you know, these Bruce Tim guys. Yeah, it is. Um, but I, I didn't hate the weirdly, like, veiny, gross, because, I mean, he's got Superman power. He went from being mm-hmm. a withered old man to Superman powers in, like, ten seconds, so it's going to fuck his body up a little, I think. Like, are you okay? No. Of course I'm <laughs> no, not, no, Detective. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, my bad thing, and you, mm-hmm. you touched on this briefly in your summary as well, I yep. could have done without Lois's uh, casual racism kicking off the episode. Yeah, man, what the hell? Like, she says, I don't even remember the exact quote, and I don't care, but she yeah. says something casually racist about natives. Now, I've, I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Andrea Romano, like, sort of is the first one who started doing this, but I'm glad she does this. She casts ethnically appropriate people for her roles. She Good. casts the guy who played Deputy Hawk in Twin Peaks, who was an actual native. Oh, that's awesome. As the native guy. He also mm-hmm. doubled up, like, you know, they usually double up people when they already have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, the guy who did Ubu's voice before didn't come back, so he just also yeah. played the tough guy. But he's, you know, they wanted a, an American Indian, and they got one, and I'm glad. Yeah, that was great. And he shows up immediately and, like, uh, smacks her down and says, hey, don't be racist. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Which is nice. But, like, it's super out of character for her to be racist at all. It's Lois Lane, yeah, for God's sake. Yeah, it is. I mean... Have Jimmy do it because he's a kid and like mm-hmm. he needs to learn. Not because, yeah. not necessarily because he's he's bad, just because he's he's young and dumb. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Uh, it, it, I didn't dislike that it was a native artifact because I feel like Raish and other sort of magic adjacent characters have stolen artifacts from various mm-hmm. cultures and used them for their purposes. So this is just another one. Yeah, but it it did feel a little. I don't know. Sort of like that Indiana Jones grave robbing kind of. Yeah, exactly. But since it's Raish doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude's robbed a lot of graves. That's true. Mm-hmm. Several of He's them should old. be his own. Oh. <laughs> Broke into my own tomb, detective. Mm-hmm. Why do you have one of these? Wow. No one thinks to look in it. <laughs> you know the myth of Jesus, detective. Well, that's not you, is it? No, I just like it. <laughs> I'm already going with the Lazarus thing. I got enough Bible shit happening already. <laughs> I wasn't Jesus, but I knew him. Mm-hmm. Yak, yak, yak. All right. Anything else? Um, This uh, this episode has Alfred in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Voiced Batman by, uh, episodes Ephraim, often uh, do. Yeah. 
But uh, I, I was very, like, we were talking about how we're not really, lo like, losing anybody just because it's the end of the series. Like, we, most of these characters show up in Justice League or whatever. I don't think, like, well, I don't remember ever seeing Alfred again. We, so. No, we, there is at least one more time that I know of for sure we will see him. Well, good. He is not a regular, like, because Batman's around, we don't just get to see Alfred, but at least mm. one time. Um, there's, like, a, a situation where the whole Justice League has to kind of go on the lam, mm -hmm. and they hang out at Wayne Manor for a while, and he's there. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. Put down a coaster, Flash, for God's sake. Uh, what else? Anything? Um, oh, and... So the 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 artifact that gets stolen the mm -hmm. uh, the, the stick mm -hmm. uh, over by uh, the stick over by the stick mm -hmm. uh, uh, hurts Superman because it's magic. Yep. And at one point, Talia uses it like a cattle prod on him, and that is extremely funny to me. Yep. I like that these guys can outclass Superman because you know one they're smarter than him, which is not mm -hmm. that hard. Uh, but two, yeah, they have access to magic. They they live in a world where Lazarus pits are a thing, so they're they're used to this shit. Yep. So, and I don't know that the show has ever explicitly said Superman has a weakness to magic, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's come up a few times, and we know it from the comics. And the comics don't always line up with the show, but mm. you know, it's it keeps happening. So, yeah, it's just like the show just doesn't feel the need to have Superman occasionally go. Mm, I've got that weakness to magic. Well, if anything, it might not have been bad for him to say, I have a weakness to a lot of things, but usually Hamilton can help me out, but he doesn't know what the fuck any of this is because it's magic. I'm sorry, magic? I need a, what I need is a wizard counterpart to Professor Hamilton. I need a wizard I can go to to help with magic shit, just like Hamilton helps with science shit. Hey, uh, Batman, can you give me Zatanna's phone number? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just say Zatanna backwards or something. Mm -hmm. Summon her like Beetlejuice. Zatanna. Yeah, that's Ugh, probably what. Yeah. Oh, it's you, Superman. Nobody else hates Superman. It's only uh, it's only Batman. Well, I mean, they're... people are about to really hate Superman. Yeah. Do you do you have anything else, or you want to move on to that? I, I think that's everything I got. If you want to roll into uh, all right, legacy. Now, legacy technically a two parter. I'm just we're just treating it like it's the final episode. Just. It's just easier for logistics reasons, but uh, just if you're watching along, know that there are actually two parts to this. Okay, our epic two-part finale opens with that thing everyone wants to see in a Superman story, parademons. Can blockbuster move movie villain Steppenwolf be far behind? <laughs> Darkseid's goofy-ass winged idiots are invading some planet or another with their huge floating laser guns and dragon wagons with spiked wheels and some terrifying new general leading the charge. The general crashes through the castle, accepts the surrender of the Catbug people, who incidentally sound like they're saying something cool that's been reversed on tape, but I played it backwards, and it was not Destro calling me a dweeb, which was very disappointing. <laughs> anyway, the general whips off his helmet and gasp! It's Superman! Turns out Granny Goodness ugh, used her mind control colander to turn him evil, which I have to admit is a step up from her last plan, which involved taking over an arcade to rule over the Earth's orphans. <laughs> That really happened. That's not an exaggeration. Now, Superman refers to Darkseid as Daddy, which seems a little gross, but then he also has sex with those three lady, woman, female furies who are also chicks and dames, which is a little iffy, but I guess that's how we roll here on Evil Bled, Bad Planet, which is hell. Uh, meanwhile, back home on the living hell we planet we call Earth, Superman and Clark are both wandering around, vaguely doing things that seem like things they should be doing. Ooh, did the writers suddenly realize we're at the end of the series and we haven't seen any of those robots that Superman has that fill in for him when he's not around? 
They did. They are. And poor Kara has to drive them. She does her best, but somehow this teenager doesn't do a flawless job of fooling the entire world. Particularly not fooled is Lex Luthor, the greatest criminal mind of our time. Remember that guy? I kind of do, I think. He's the one who wanted cable TV, right? Lex has reached out to the U.S. military, which we all know from civics classes run by a single general, and that general just happens to be the Grah, I hate aliens, are you an alien because then I hate you guy from a couple seasons ago. Lex and General Xenophobe are waiting for an excuse to finally kill Superman, which seems a bit fruitless this late in the game, except, hang on, here he is invading Earth with a bunch of parademons, so what the fuck do I know? So Lex shoots Superman with kryptonite gas, which is, I guess, a thing now, and manages to take him and Supergirl out. Oh, Supergirl was here too, by the way, uh, and the entire time she was shouting, Clark! Hey, Clark Kent! Why aren't you acting like yourself, Clark Kent, who is really who you are? The military drags the two of them away and to one of those secret government facilities we've all heard so much about to await their inevitable execution and dissection. At this point, you're probably saying, wait, though, they can just escape using their Superman and Supergirl powers, right? Ah, normally this would be true, but Lex has since invented red light bulbs because, well, criminal genius, like I said. Somehow he doesn't manage to work out that Lois is going to put on a disguise and spring Superman out of jail, though, so how much of a genius can he be, really? Supergirl is seriously injured in the escape, so they take her to Star Labs for medical assistance. Professor Hamilton is hesitant to assist, given the whole Earth invasion angle, and somehow Superman lifting him several feet into the air and threatening physical violence doesn't put everything back to normal. Well, in fairness, we never claimed this guy was any kind of a genius. <laughs> then Superman goes to Apocalypse and punches a bunch of people for about 30 hours. Then he comes back to Earth, where nobody really trusts him anymore, and surely there's a third part where he earns everyone's trust back, right? No? This is where we're ending this whole series about Superman. Um, well, that's a choice, I suppose. He does finally kiss Lois, though, and while I imagine Maggie and I have very different things to say about the rest of the story, I'm pretty sure we both shouted fucking finally at our screens at this final moment. You ain't kidding. Just like, oh my god. There's a moment early in part two mm -hmm. where she's like, go get him, Superman, and they hug, and it's like, what the fuck? Come, come I was on. so mad because I thought that might be it. It's just like, yeah. that's it? That's, how dare you? I mean, I do like, like, there is definitely an argument for the whole show was building to this, and it's the final mm -hmm. moment, and I get it, and it's nice. I, but I do think also, it is a bold choice to leave mm -hmm. everyone sort of mistrusting Superman, and that's the end, though. I kind of love that. Yeah, me too. And like, we will it's see a it. weird choice, but and we were talking about this before the the episode started. Apparently, it leads into a lot of the stuff that's coming. Yeah, like it's it sets up a lot of what drives Justice League. Uh, more JLU. I don't know if it comes up a ton in in Justice League itself, but uh, like the the Cadmus project and all that is basically starts here because they're mm -hmm. like, oh, uh, like the government, not even like the shady elements of the government, just like people are like, ooh, this could happen again. We don't. We shouldn't just blindly trust superheroes. Let's be prepared. Just a little bit? Yeah. Like, we like Superman and everything, but apparently he's real easy to bamboozle, so. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, you know, who could stop Granny Goodness? I mean, she's Granny Goodness. Uh-huh. With a colander of evil. Mm-hmm. She's great. Uh-huh. Was delighted. I mean, the, the brainwashing thing was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Where it That's, uh... That is a, a that is a very fun plan to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, what honestly, and this ties to my good thing. Mm -hmm. As much as I continue to think Darkseid and Apocalypse and stuff is not great, and they use it way too much, like it it made up a good chunk of this show. It did. Yeah. Which, okay, putting aside that you do like them, mm -hmm. are they that big a part of Superman's life, or are they sort of a larger DC universe villain? 
I mean, they they well, they start in like uh, Jimmy Olsen. No, time. no, I know that's where they came but from, like, but ultimately they sort of because it's so big and and like the scope is so huge. Mm-hmm. It's more it's re, it's it's definitely more of a DC. Yeah, thing, a whole DC universe thing, which is more appropriate for Justice League than like mm-hmm. these guys end up popping up probably as much as Lex or you know Brainiac, and mm-hmm. like I just it it feels like why they are connected to Superman, they are a huge part of him in the, in this reality. And it's weird mm-hmm. to me. Um, but that's like, I'm still not that impressed with dark side, but his plan this time actually pretty good. What he does, it's not Superman's going to invade earth for me, mm-hmm. which is what I, how I remembered this, which is like, wait a minute. That one episode ended with him agreeing not to invade earth. No, what he does is I will brainwash Superman. I don't care if he shakes it off as long as it sticks around long enough for him to wreck up earth. Yes. That will turn Earth against him and also wreck Earth. So then mm-hmm. I can come in and say, oh, hey, guys, are you all wrecked up? Hey, guess what? Daddy Darkseid is going to make it all better for you. And nothing about their treaty said he can't do that. And yep. that's a pretty good plan, actually. It's good. Yeah. You know? It's really, like, I really enjoy all of that. Much just... better than conquering an arcade. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's shaking out the brainwashing. I don't care now we'll just be mad about it yeah that's what that's what he actually said i think calabac had one line mm-hmm. Ooh, what happens if he finds out shut up <laughs> that is exactly how calabac should be treated at all times there's a shot i don't know if you picked up on this mm. it's a wide shot in dark side's like throne room or whatever it is where they're all talking and calabac is there mm-hmm. but he's they put him sort of in the foreground, but not the focus. Like, he's just sort of a detail there. Mm-hmm. And he's staring in a weird angle. So he, he looks like David Putty. Yep. He's just, like, looking forward and staring while everyone else is talking behind him. That's him. That's the character. Uh... <laughs> why, doesn't Dark, why doesn't Dark Side let me conquer Earth? Uh-huh. We... He thought... <laughs> and then it's three in the morning at Lenny's, in, uh, Lenny's kitchen. Slow? I'm not slow. Go home, Darks. Uh-huh. Uh, but Don't yeah, I live here. It was, it was a solid plan. Mm-hmm. I got to give him that. And I, like I say, I like the the images in the brainwash because it was like we got some of the um, stuff from the pilot that's also used in the uh, opening credits. But then the rocket goes to Apocalypse instead. And, yeah, and the Granny basically says, "Your parents didn't like you, so they shot you into space." <laughs> I love um. I didn't remember this from the pilot, but it could I I could it could actually still be in there. Um when they launch uh, uh baby Cal Cal's rocket, uh then uh his parents start making out. Yeah. And I just picture Granny being all like, and then after the shuttle flew away, your parents fucked because they were super into each other. <laughs> well, the kid's finally gone. Let's uh-huh. do this. Yeah. Haven't been able to have sex for what, a year now? Like mm-hmm. And then on the rare occasion we got we sent him off with the grandparents, that dog, mm-hmm. just always ruining everything. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Now my bad thing and your good thing yeah. kind of connect. So let's talk about your good thing first. All right. I love the last fight with the uh, dark side. I thought it fucking ruled. It was awesome. Okay. Um. And then Superman just takes his beaten ass, uh, to the slaves of Apocalypse, throws it off like here, you. D- He's an ins- he's enslaved you forever. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do about it? And they fucking pick him up, dust him off, and take him back. And fucking Darkseid has this great line where he's like, "I'm many things, Superman, but on this planet, I'm a god." I'm like, that fucking ruled. Boy, do I mm. disagree. Well, 
That's too bad. I First of all, he's not many things. He's one thing. He's mm-hmm. a dumb guy who stands there with his hands behind his back. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He, yeah. That is not many things. Second, I, I don't know, man. I Like, that's not how it's supposed to go. Like, why? Uh, I don't know. But my real bad thing is he's still nothing. Like, during their fight, he says, you dare strike me? Like, yes, we're fighting. Of course he's... <laughs> Why would you hit me? Where did that come from? You moron. Bam. You punched Bam. him and now he punched you back. He just punches the face. Hey. He just, he comes off as like this really, like, it's not that he's powerful, it's that he's entitled. Mm-hmm. The reason I am God is because nobody hits me. Because why would you hit me? It's not fair. Like, yeah. shut up, man, and fight. That's fine too, honestly. You haven't fought this whole time. There's finally a fight. Fucking, someone's gonna hit you, man. It just, oh, you know what I mean? It came off real petulant. Mm-hmm. And they built him up as this big evil guy. And uh, my hands are real stiff from just, I haven't moved them from behind my back in three years. Yeah. Look, look, it takes a lot out of me to yell at my stupid kid, okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm positive Michael Dorn had exactly one line in this. Yep, he did. But he delivered it like a champ. Oh, no, look, of course he did. But, you know. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I can never get over how excited I am when Darkseid shows up. I, I fucking love that guy. I just don't feel like this show has earned that. I feel like a lot of what you're responding to is from the comics. Mm-hmm. That's entirely possible, but I cannot, like, that dude shows up and I will clap my hands like an eight-year-old. I like, know. I love him. Look, and and this is a thing that a bunch of people agree with you on and a few people agree with me on. Like, I mm-hmm. think, I don't think we're in one of those situations where either of us is, like, uh, out on a limb here. I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fandom's probably divided on this. Yeah, I can see that. Just because, again, he looms so large in Superman in particular's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, story to the point where they just completely sidelined Lex. Yep. Which I don't love. Well, I do like Lex in this more than I like Darkseid. I will say that. It, I, I missed, missed Lex, Lex so much. This is the first time we've seen Lex, like, being bad for a while, mm-hmm. right? Like, well, yeah, I guess for a while last, he was just, week, like, yeah. sort of, he'd just sort of show up to remind you that he was in the show. Yeah. And I understand, like, like, a long-running show. Like, when you're in season four and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. we have relied on character X and character Y too much. Let's focus on other people. And that's why we got more Jimmy. Yeah. And, like, probably some other stuff. But, like, uh, Professor Hamilton and Lois and Lex, who are three of my favorite characters, all Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, until this episode, just sort of went away. Like, we got the Aquaman one, but that's about it. Yeah. And it's like, I like all these guys. You built a pretty good supporting cast here. Why are they sidelined like that? No, the the way Superman works and the way Superman should always work is like no matter what, you've got Superman, Lois, and Lex. Yeah. You know, like they're like that's just the cast. All and, of them should always be doing something. You and know? sometimes you treat Clark as his own separate character, which mm-hmm. they've been doing more of like this last season or two, which I like. Mm-hmm. Like concentrating, we've talked about like concentrating more on Clark as a reporter. Mm-hmm. Like, what is his life like? What does he get up to when he's not Superman? And and that was a good choice. But, like, even then, like, I want to see Clark and Lois as, like, a team, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Like, if he's off doing news stuff, she should either be helping him or trying to get the news stuff first. I mean, I love them trying to undercut each other, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, them teaming up would be good. Yeah. Because they are friends, and they are respected colleagues. Like, mm-hmm. put all that aside, if there's a story that only they can get by combining their forces, they're gonna, you know? Yeah, exactly. But there has Lois been... is really pissed off that they share a byline. Yeah, of course. But, you know, there there isn't a lot of that, which is disappointing. That said, yeah. 
they 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 do treat. I mean, honestly, we haven't gotten enough Supergirl. I don't think either. They introduced no. her at the beginning of the season, and we've got her a few times. But uh, I think she should have been a much bigger part of all this. Oh, absolutely. I I, I love her trying to control all of the Superman robots. Oh, that was delightful. And and In, like I said, it, that is a that is one of those Superman things that a lot of us know about. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, where's the Superman robot? Oh, finally. Okay, here we go. Yeah. The- the, the the fact that she's controlling them with two big mittens with like like marionette strings coming out of them is so funny to me. But it's also like a VR thing because when he's running, she has to run. So yep. we see like sort of like a close up of her red boots just running on mm-hmm. this floor, and then we cut to Clark running, and it's funny. Just a just a fake eating a hot dog. Uh huh. I Amanda was certain that uh, like uh, she would have to you know kiss Lois or whatever. Mm-hmm. But jokes on uh, her it doesn't happen till the end. Yep, right. Oh, the last thing. Yep. Which again, great image. But mm-hmm. come on, man. Well, yeah, I love these two. You know. Yeah, of course. I love these versions of these two. Yeah. I think I love Lois since she's been gone for so long. I don't remember now. Mm-hmm. No, I, she was. But what I, I was saying is, seem to remember liking you. <laughs> I I do think they treated this very much like it is a finale, and they're like, okay, the Kents need to be in here at least for mm-hmm. a minute. Supergirl needs to be a big part of it. Lois and Lex need to be like it's not just yeah. Dark Side, and they they did a good job with that. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I will definitely praise this. It moves along at a great clip. Like, oh yeah, I when I thought two parter was like, oh god, the first part is just going to be him being brainwashed and mm-hmm. resisting, and then the second part will be him invading Earth. And no, they just drop us right in it. Yep, it's great. It's really good. They do they do that thing that I am so gun shy about because uh, bad Star Trek did it for years that drop you into a shocking situation that you mm-hmm. know by the end they're just going to reset button like yeah voyager would love like look captain janeway's dead and then at the end some time travel bullshit or whatever happened yep. and i'm like no uh, captain janeway's actually alive or or it was like a all a dream or on the mm-hmm. holodeck or like whatever thing they would do to cheat you out of the emotional uh you know thing that they just did yeah this show stuck with it it's like no this horrible thing happened Mm-hmm. he's got to live with it. Yeah, it's got real consequences. Like, I love that bit at the end where people are like, I don't trust Superman anymore. And Superman's like, oh, people don't trust me anymore. This fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And Lois is like, well, you just have to convince them one person at a time. And that's when they kiss. It's like, wait, mm-hmm. so I got to kiss the whole world now? I thought well, this kiss was special, st- but... Uh... <laughs> I better get started, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I think the pacing was very good. I think mm-hmm. waiting until the beginning of part two and only showing it very briefly, like this quick flashback to like what actually happened was, I think, a smart choice. Like just, it was like, it, it was paced very, very well. Yeah. Well, it pops up and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess you do need to show me how he got brainwashed. I don't really care about that. Like, yeah, but it's very quick. It is. And I appreciate that. And it's like, I it's think, not important, you know? It's important in the sense that they need to set up a couple of things that, are going to pay off when he goes back to Apocalypse to, mm-hmm. to stop it. Like, if you don't know what Granny did to him in the first place, it's not going to be as satisfying for people like you who like it mm-hmm. <laughs> to see him go back there and and stop it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so you, you need you need that background a little. I get that. But again, the choice to not slow the story down by weighing down part one with that, but to mm-hmm. make it a quick cutaway in part two was very good, I thought. Also good to see my... Uh, my my favorite general who hates aliens. I hate them so much. Are you an Lex. alien? I hate aliens. Lex, I need you to build a robot little fat aliens for me. Mm-hmm. I hate aliens so much. I hate them so much. Get Jay Sherman in here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I also like uh, Supergirl being pissed off at uh, 
Oh, yeah, that was great. Like, hey, I've only been here a little while, but you're the one who rescued me from, like, being stuck in a cryogenic yeah. tube for the rest of eternity and mm-hmm. then brought me to your loving family and, like, are teaching me how to be a hero and you, you suck now. What the hell, yeah, man? Don't be a dick. Yeah. Uh, that said, though, mm-hmm. we live in this co- comic book world and have for some time. It could be mind control or it could, which it is. Or it could be some alternate reality version of him, or it could be blue kryptonite. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many things that it could be, and it's weird that everyone's just like, no, Superman decided on his own to, to be bad, and that's what we're mm-hmm. going to assume. Really? I'm trying to remember if they've done a mind-controlled Superman before. I don't know, but mind-control definitely exists in this world. It, oh, it absolutely does. The Mad Hatter is a guy. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think even in Superman, we've probably seen it at least once. It's Because it's a pretty common, like, you know, sci-fi comic book thing. Yeah. But I kind of I, like, I love that this sticks. Like, this I... was a huge thing. People probably died even though they couldn't show it, you know? Like... I do. I agree. But just like the other Apocalypse Invading episode, I do feel like they glossed over... and. First of all, this contradicts what I just said. I understand that. Like, because I like the pace. I like how quickly mm. everything moves. But I never really had a sense of the scale again. Like, this was an invasion, but it felt like we saw Superman conquer, like, one hill, and it, they got it the whole does, planet, huh? It does feel like he attacked, a mil- like, one, one base. military base. Yeah, um, exactly. At one point, someone shows, like, a map of the world, and there's, like, all these red dots that are supposed to be, like... Where yeah, military facilities. being invaded, but, yeah. like, we definitely don't see any of that. And I, again... It's better to keep things moving, but I don't know. You need to spend some money and show some, like, like do Mm -hmm. a real wide shot of all the carnage or something, just to just to give me a better sense of yeah. Like it was all just sort of very local. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing an like a thing where like this ends and people are pissed off at Superman, like yeah, you need to show why. Yeah, exactly. That's all. But that said, you know. They still did a pretty good job, I thought. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. For a last episode, I really dug this one. And again, it was a bold choice. Like, it will pay mm-hmm. off in Justice League, but I don't know if they knew that yet. Yeah, no, as far as they knew, they were heading into uh, Batman Beyond, right? I think so. I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I took a few liberties with the way we're covering this, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure if the timeline, like, Batman Beyond might have already started happening at this point. I'm not real clear. I, I, I could easily see this ending and them going, well, we're heading into Justice League in like a year or so. Yeah, could be. I, I honestly don't remember, and, mm. like, yes, we could look it up and, and figure it out, but for this conversation right now, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I also like Lex and, you know, the, the alien general, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, not caring that Supergirl did had no part in the invasion. They're mm-hmm. just like, we're going to kill them both now. Yeah. Like, and nobody questions it because they're so mad at Superman. They're just like, yeah, you mm-hmm. probably should yeah. kill them both then, I guess. Yeah, kill everyone with one of those asses. Where's that yeah. dog? Yep. Oh, him and Crypto. Oh, yeah, we better get that guy, too. Mm-hmm. Bizarro, um, I'm not participating in war crimes. Well, you heard him. He's, he participated. We, we mm-hmm. speak Bizarro. Damn it, Bizarro trying really hard to get this right. Okay, Bizarro, <laughs> me, am not, am, part, shit, I think I figured out what the problem is. <laughs> I mean, me figured, oh, no. You know what, I'm going to come back in. <laughs> There's a bit in Superman's cell where they're about to give him the lethal kryptonite injection where he's like, can I have a last request? And like, like, okay, this is going to be a trick. And he just punches Lex in the face. It was so good. Just because mind control notwithstanding, it's a little mm-hmm. out of character for him, but also completely earned. Like, yeah. I've had enough of your shit, Luthor. 
Well, like it's been like four years of the of these two, right? And yeah. the best it's Superman, so the best he can kind of do is like grab him by the coat and fucking take him to jail or whatever. You yeah, know? and usually, but in this show, he mostly just hovers outside his window and says, "I'm watching you. I can't prove anything." But yeah, but like Lex specifically says in the scene, "How does it feel to finally be down to my level?" And Superman's like, "Well, he's right about one thing." Mm-hmm. I well, am at means, his level. That means I can punch him in the face without caving his skull in. Well, mm-hmm. that felt pretty good. Oh. oh, I've been waiting four years for that. God, you're a dick. Now, that said, I kind of wanted to cave his skull in a little bit. L- a little bit, but I'm still Superman. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? I don't know. Oh, my bad thing. Yes. Um, Weird shot of naked-ass Supergirl in the big medical machine. That didn't bother me because it didn't feel sexual. It just felt like she's at the doctor and it, everything's covering up the important bits. It's just, I know, but it's still, it's just like there's a, like, just just slap a medical gown on her or something. This shit's not hard. Eh, I guess so. I don't know. It didn't feel, like I say, it didn't feel exploitive. It didn't feel mm. like they were trying to say, look at the sexy teenager. It just felt like she's vulnerable. Mm. So, I don't know. I understand. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it mm. didn't hit me that way. That's fair. Uh, I forgot to look up if one of the army guys was Sergeant Rock. Uh, that definitely. I, well, I mean, we're gonna actually see. I think I'm pretty sure we get to see that guy mm. later. So, oh, I'm sure. It like, might have been a sure reference. They do like a t- like couple of time travel ones with like the old yeah. DC yep, yep, yep. guys, but like it, you know, you have a bunch of army guys running around. It would not surprise me if someone was like, "Yeah, stick Sergeant Rock in there." But there was a him. bunch of that stuff. We did go back to the uh, a base that was named after whoever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember now. Yeah, I can never remember the name. Yeah. But, like, there were there were some callbacks like that. Uh, what else? Oh, I was excited to see a toilet because I'm an idiot. <coughs> I just, in Superman's cell. Like, because, because kids' cartoons and old movies mm-hmm. couldn't acknowledge that toilets exist. Was, well, hey, look. It was also, f- like, the, the I, 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 I remember the shot. Uh, yeah, because... It's right before he punches Lex, what I was yeah, just exactly. talking about. But like it's a it's an establishing shot, and it starts with the toilet and sort of pans over to Superman, and it's very much like. Meanwhile, at the toilet of justice, <laughs> outside the hall of justice is this hole of justice. <laughs> now, Snakefish—that's a good villain. That's a great villain. We all mm. love Snakefish. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we we can all do yeah. that. We, we can all do this. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh... Oh. There is a bit where uh, uh, Supergirl is trying to fix one of the broken Superman robots. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got like its face off, so she can like work on the the electronics. Yeah, she's like, like soldering it with her uh, heat vision. Um, but like the face that has been removed uh, looks very irritated. Yep. <laughs> to be being worked. Like, hey, I was wearing that. <laughs> It's like she goes to like uh, like solder it or whatever, yeah. and like the the it starts frowning. Like, hey, mm-hmm. knock it off. I can still feel that, you know. You didn't uh, you didn't switch off my pain receptors. Stop soldering me. But I'm but I'm Superman, so it doesn't hurt exactly. It's just annoying. There's also a bit when the uh, when the super one of the Superman robots goes out of control and it just full on flies into a into a building and just breaks off a chunk of it. The animation is very good because. It's not like it goes wrong. What happens mm. is she falls asleep, so the thing slumps over. Yep. So it's in the Superman flying posture, but it's asleep, mm-hmm. which is a very good. Like it's kind of like the way Bizarro flies, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's see. Anything else? I don't know. Just looking at my notes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, some real good Lois breaking into the military base stuff. That yep. made me very happy. Just yeah, it's Lois Lane again, fucking kicking ass. Yep. Uh, Tilo happens to be here, uh, uh, staying with us right now, and so yeah. she was watching it with us. And um, she was really taken by uh, Lois uh, with the like the, looking like she had short hair, like with her hair up in mm-hmm. in the hat. Just like oh yeah, uh, she's like oh that's a cute look for Lois. It is a cute look for her. Yep. I mean look. Lois, Lois is great. Everything mm-hmm. about her is great. I haven't seen a look for her that doesn't work, so. Nope. Lois Lane, perfect human being. I don't except know about all that. Yeah, I was going to say, well, except for the racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, I like uh, uh, Evil Superman's big, stupid dungeon bedroom, which is a giant dungeon with a small bed in the middle. Yeah, it's mostly a big empty room with a platform that he sleeps on with his mm-hmm. clothes right next to it. And this is your room. Look at all the touches you've added over the years to make it your room that you live in. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, I have a bed. I'm Granny Goodness, and I definitely put a lot of effort into things. You sure I'm do. Go- I'm Granny Goodness, and I approve this message. <laughs> well, it's always nice to hear from a woman. Goodbye. Uh-huh. Oh, no. My colander fell on my own head. She, <laughs> Superman, when Superman shows up at Apocalypse to rampage through the place, and she's re- and he's really pissed off. It just cuts to Granny Goodness sitting in the torture chair, just chilling out, just like, "Oh, this is comfortable." I'm pretty sure she's rubbing one out in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I mean, they can't they can't say that, but she's definitely up to some weird perverted like they. They hit that pretty strong in this, mm-hmm. that they're they're up to some pretty gross stuff on, on Apocalypse, yep. so, you know. Sorry uh, to have interrupted you, Granny. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You can join. I'm into that. Let me poke you with my electric vibrator thing. Uh-huh. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. Me too. Okay, Believe so. people on that. So my quote. Yes. This is, this is not a quote I would have chosen. Mm-hmm. Our friend JR, who was here a few weeks ago, who, you know, as as he stated, big Jack Kirby fan, yeah. tried to sign up to join us for this episode as well. I tried to mm-hmm. explain to him, look, every guest only gets to do one. He heard me say that, he acknowledged me saying that, and he tried to sign up for this one anyway. <laughs> JR, I love you, buddy, but the, them's the rules. That said, I have heard I appreciate him... the moxie, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I, what I was saying was, we're, we're coming up on Batman Beyond. Hey, mm-hmm. regular guests, stake your claim. Yeah. And everyone did that, and he tried to sign up for this Superman episode. <laughs> Which, look, I, I love, but uh, sorry. Um, that said, I have heard him quote this a number of times. Mm-hmm. I know, it's like, so basically on his behalf, I wasn't particularly impressed by this quote, but I know if he were here, he would have mm-hmm. used this. And I, I think he would even be a little upset if, if we didn't play it. It is, it is a good quote, I just didn't care for it myself. But this is Superman fighting Darkseid near the end. So, here's that. <laughs> That's for Dan Turpin. Who? The good man you murdered. Had I known one human's death would pain you so, I would have killed more. I I love this line. I just, I was never that attached to Dan Turpin in the first place, so, Mm -hmm. you know, there's that. This is for Dan Turpin, my best friend. Uh, yeah, the best friend. That was us, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You and me, the best of friends. But I do like Darkseid going, who? And it's just turning into yep. like sort of an Anvil thing. Like, you, mm-hmm. you've you met him. You met him and met him and met him. He's right there. You just let him in. Her? 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, she funny or something. <laughs> well, he's based on Jack Kirby, so mm-hmm. no. Punch a Nazi. Oh, I don't care for that. No, I mean, look, he's like, you know, he's great. Yeah. Good artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, solid, uh, solid political beliefs. But mm-hmm. uh, like, dude, I don't know that I'd call him funny or something. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. That is everything we got for Superman, then. Yeah. That is that is all for Superman. Now, that's next a good week. Run. I'm glad we did this. You know, I I agree. This is the show everyone forgets about, and yeah, I think it's a little uneven. Like I think it was very solid the first couple of seasons, and mm. I think while there were some incredibly high spots in the second two seasons, it it faltered a little. Yeah. Um, next week we will be doing our answering your mail thing, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say this right now. Currently, that show threatens to be about eight minutes long. We have two pieces of mail. Mm-hmm. Please write to us. We cannot fill an entire show if you do not have things to say to us. Please. And we have been doing this for years and years, so I know you're out there and I know you mm-hmm. have stuff you want to say to us. I know you're all yelling at your devices when we get stuff wrong or you have insights that we did not touch on yep. or whatever. Please let us know. It is mm-hmm. Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Uh, if you're hearing this now, uh, just, just do that right now. Yeah. Please do. Uh, other than that, uh, once we do that, the, the week after, we will be starting in on Batman Beyond, and I am super excited. That's another oh. show where some people have seen it, but not nearly enough yeah. people have. I'm stoked. Like, yeah. I've seen maybe two episodes and the uh, and the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people have seen The Return of the Joker, because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, the Joker. Yeah, well, that movie also rules. Yeah, it does. Um, but so does the pilot, like the mm-hmm. three-part pilot, which we'll be starting out on, is one of the best Batman stories, too. So yeah, I'm very excited, because I love Batman, and I love Spider-Man, and I yep. love the future. Yep. And this is a very particular vision of the future that uh, that I think, like, while it hasn't exactly aged in the sense of, like, well, the, the future's not going to be like that after all. It has aged in the sense of, like, okay, we get a lot of future of the 40s, future of the 50s in Superman's mm-hmm. uh, space adventures. This is just the future of the eighties or the nineties. Yep. Like, cause it's very cyberpunk. Like I know the yep. show was made in 1999, but it feels very much like the future of the eighties to me. Mm-hmm. No, so, I'm, I, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. It'll be yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, so look forward to that. Um, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See you folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.